I Hate Musicals is produced by Polyphonic Theatre Ensemble. Our hosts are Megan Tripaldi, Kyle Ahrens, and Chantal King. Our production manager is Holly Pryor. This podcast was recorded on Wabanaki land. Hello, and welcome to a mini-sode of I Hate Musicals, the podcast. I am Megan, the hater. I'm Kyle, the miniature historian. I'm Chantal, the zillennial, and listen to my little fidget spinner ASMR. You can hear the wind. It's, oh, well. It's too well calibrated. You can't hear God it. God <laughs> damn it, my good mic. <laughs> Coming up it next is, week. It is a sexy ass mic. It's so sexy. <laughs> so uh, we know it's been a minute. Um, first of all, we want to uh, let you know that uh, our our episode on how to succeed in business without really trying is in the process of being edited and eventually we'll get off our butts and record the next one. But, you know, life, uh, as they say, happens. And um, that's very hip. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We just wanted to let you know that we're still here and that we still have opinions on shit. We do. Um, True. So Many. today we're gonna have we're gonna have a bit of a conversation. Uh, a special shout out to our producer Holly, uh, our robot producer Holly, who is going through it at her her day job, which uh, does not care about her time. Nope. Dear yeah. businesses in the Portland area, if you cannot afford to shut down when one of your employees tests positive for COVID. Yeah, you maybe need to rethink some things. And if you think that staying open is the smart idea, you're wrong. That's very true. That is my statement. It's really upsetting to me where Holly's time is not being respected and Holly's safety is not being respected. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Mm -hmm. just it as someone that is now middle management where I work, it's real weird. But like Kyle just aged 20 years. My hip. (laughs) but yeah no as someone that is a boss what i feel is one of my number one priorities is the safety of my staff yeah and like my organization has worked very very hard we actually sent all employees remote working two days before the state mandate we were on top of it and we worked really hard to get our folks home so they could be safe good um as it should be (laughs) my partner is uh, not a business owner, but runs a local business. And uh, they've had a couple of COVID positive cases and you should see how quickly he responds. It's, I learned so much from him every time I watch him do, cri- he's he's an amazing crisis management, which is why he can be with a nut job like me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they shut down and they shut down once and said, okay, we did a deep clean there were still some traces that someone else came back with positives. They put, they immediately told their public, this is what's going on. We've had some positive cases. We are shutting down for several days. Mm-hmm. We are, and they paid for the test yeah. of the employees. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to quote Karen Olivio, your integrity is worth more than your fucking pocketbook. Queen. Hmm. Yeah. Also, you can't have a business without employees. And if you don't care about their safety, what are you even doing? What, is, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. And, uh, and nobody and cares this, about your corporate accounts. Go fuck and what's, what's great <laughs> is the business that he runs is a local business. So it's not like they're flush with cash. 
but they have but been operating on effort. such tight yeah. margins with the safety of the employees and the public at the forefront. Yeah. And that's God. what we've been doing at my job too. So it's very possible for small local businesses to do that. Mm -hmm. They it just is. have to prioritize worker safety. Actually, this is a really great segue into the mini conversation we wanted to have today. Um, let's talk about theaters reopening. Ooh. Let's indeed. Let's get into it because, <clears throat> oh boy, people are starting. Yes. They are. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've got, for this conversation, since we are in Portland, Maine, I've got the Maine.gov uh, CDC restrictions pulled up specifically for the performing arts. So that's what I will be referencing during this recording today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the general guidelines as they stand for the state of May is starting. Um, so this was effective from March 26th of 2021 through May 23rd of 2021. Indoor gatherings and establishments are permitted to 50% occupancy or 50 persons or five people per thousand feet, per thousand square feet of retail establishment, whichever is greater. Starting May 24th and thereafter, uh, we are up to 75% occupancy or 50 persons or 50 people per 1,000 feet, whichever is greater. Mm -hmm. That is for indoor gatherings. Outdoor gatherings, March 26th to May 23rd is 75%. Um, outdoor is up to 100% for May 24th and thereafter. However, people in shared spaces must maintain six feet of physical distance from each other outside of their household group or travel party. If a space cannot accommodate individuals maintaining six feet of physical difference, further restrict the number of individuals allowed in the space. So those are the current guidelines we're going to be looking at now that we're seeing theaters reopening and billing shows. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of opinions. Chantel, would you like to go first while I quell my rage? Oh, okay. Well, here's the, okay. I'm going to be completely honest and I'm going to approach this with an air of, uh, positivity and, uh, what I will podcast be, are you on? I know I will be, <laughs> I will be the good cop in this situation. I'll be I'm the hope. Up. I'm the spry. Um, cause okay. Here's the. Here's the. Well. Ah, okay. Here's the. <laughs> no, you're not used to this. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is, I mean, a lot of these places, and I hate to say it, and I hate to be like Mr. Krabs, money, 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 but they <laughs> are. They are losing money. They're losing revenue, and it and these places will ultimately shut and close down. And I know some part of us is like, "Woo!" Then we can build back up with a new thing. But at the same time, it's like, for a lot of these places, it's like family for people, and it's and it's hard to see that be let go. With certain theaters in the area, I can definitely see them being accommodating with the guidelines and spacing out correctly. And I, it, and I have hope that 
they will follow those guidelines and be strict about that. And also, Maine has been cranking out vaccines left and fucking right. Well, it's because we got a lot of old people. <laughs> yeah, so we've been we've been very lucky and fortunate in that sense. So I believe if community theaters want to start with small plays with four people or want to just do small casts and things like that to just slowly test the waters and see what happens, I'm cool with that because I've been seeing a lot of the effects of what no art uh what what basically having no art in uh in a sense happens to people a lot of i mean for me a lot of my friends are having a rough fucking go of it and just the prospect of just hearing a show or even just seeing the possibility of it being open has given a lot of them hope um and who am i to take that away oh god damn it so oh, my my fire got small. So that's Chantel. I was so gonna that, get mad. <laughs> so that's how that's how I see it. I mean, my mental health took a huge decline when, oh, when I learned that I that I couldn't go to a theater school that I really wanted to because they weren't taking international kids. And I was like, I'm not fucking worth it. I'm not. But then I realized and found different outlets that I do love and I'm happy about. But I'm but a lot of people aren't as fortunate. And a lot of people, community theater is their one tether to to just art and being who they can really be besides their day jobs. Yeah. First of oh. all, you are worth it. Um, <laughs> Thank don't, you. Don't you ever let because that. You're worth it. <laughs> love you guys. Kyle. Um, <laughs> that was good, Kyle. No, that was good. And I also do recognize that a lot of what I'm saying comes from a place of privilege of being able to work from home. Because um, mm -hmm. I do work, I work for a youth theater. Um, and all of my programming has been online. And I, that's really rare. Yes, the kids, it is. The kids are, the kids are keeping me sane. Like I didn't, I didn't have this secure job at the beginning of the pandemic and I went into a hole, yeah. a huge hole. And then I applied for grad school <laughs> and now I'm in grad school. And it's, it's amazing. Like that I'm, I'm in grad school for playwriting. I'm working at a youth theater that I, I like my sanity is coming back. And all of those really, really bad habits I had about time management like I, I, because I've had this break, I realized that I was slowly killing myself by saying yes to everything because mm -hmm. I thought if I said no one time, no one would take me seriously and no one would want to work with me again. Lies. It is C. Yes. So yeah, from that standpoint, I absolutely, I absolutely agree that it feels really good that we are starting to feel safe enough. Mm -hmm. uh, my worry because mm -hmm. uh, I'm a warrior is that, <laughs> that's it's on my resume special skills worries really well um is and maybe this is just me as a person but are we are we starting too soon I mean all of these outdoor things that have been happening have been great and I I have been able to do this really cool thing um we call it bubble trivia it's it's trivia at a a local a pub and eatery i don't drink but boy do i like their cookies uh 
and it's all Dude. it's all in a bubble and the people were with her vaccinated my my spouse and i are both half vaxxed like everyone's super safe and it's even within the bubble it's really distant and it's it's felt like a return to normalcy and that that yeah yeah the more i think about it the more i'm like oh fuck yeah because <laughs> I, in in my mind I'm going to be honest, not a lot of people are as fortunate to have, for example, this outlet that we have or right. have the different, right. you know, aspects of art that we still can enjoy. A lot of people just have their normal nine to five or not even a nine to five at all. And their one grounding cord was community theater. So even seeing just a prospect of like an audition, oh my God, can even like spur someone out of a huge depressive episode. You know, I mean, that's yeah. how I, that's how I see it. Yeah. I just, there's that little piece of me that's always going to be like, are we ever going to get back to normal again? Or mm -hmm. not normal. Cause that's never coming back, but no. like, but we got to We got to try. I know. Yeah. I, I, I am on the, I'm worried about it being too soon. Yeah. Um, just because in Maine, we're seeing cases increase. Yes, we're seeing death tolls fall a lot and heavily, which is wonderful because vaccines work. Weird how that happens. What? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. But I also, I have concerns about the shows that people will produce mm. and doing them indoors. Um, a local theater it just posted auditions for the play God of Carnage, mm. which is four people. So A plus small cast. It's mostly sitting arguments, really. There's not a lot of physicality in it. However, the most infamous scene in God of Carnage is um, a woman throwing up on stage. That happens like right at the beginning, too. Yeah, so she her anxiety is so high she throws up on stage. So Related. I am, yeah, right. I it, it is a director I greatly respect and trust, mm. but I'm worried because that's an important integral part of that show. And how are how are you going to do that in a way that's safe, that doesn't diminish the moment? How I, is there a way to they, conceal it so she doesn't have i haven't read the play in a long time. yeah i mean can't they do it in like a trash can and like oh, I'm sure they could, but that still would involve removal of a mask which is against policy the policy says people have to remain masked at all times i know that my old high school is currently doing little shop and they have those those <laughs> those clear masks that that go up to here and you can see their mouths oh. and it's actually not super distracting at all those are actually specifically for um uh people who need to read lips so for mm -hmm. hearing impaired folks mm -hmm. and it yeah. covers all the way onto your onto your um your nose as well nose. so it kind of like yeah. would would face shields be um useful in that case I mean, I know we have to, I just watched a, a video of one of my best friends is in grad school for Shakespeare stuff. And her class just did a 
really good production of um, Richard III. They were all masked the entire time. It was all distanced. Um, and the fights were stylized in a way that no one touched each other. Whoa. That's yeah, and it was, a, it was a cast of 28, and they managed to keep it all distanced. So I wonder, I mean, I know that this this moment in question is like, also could i mean i know i know anxiety manifests in different ways so what? could it uh-huh. so could so is it so integral that it has to be her throwing up can it be like something else probably not i'm sure and i mean again it's a director i very much trust and respect so maybe they've got something up their sleeve that is going to be integral that they can make it just as powerful mm. um but yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous about that. Um, also, musicals are a show of a different color because singing is a much higher risk. Yeah, um, I will say that um, from first hand knowledge, musicals are way out of the game for this year. Yeah, they do you, should. Do you be. know of anyone who's trying to produce a musical right now? I'm on the diversity board, so I kind of know. Oh, my fidget spinner! <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> We're leaving sorry. it in. We're leaving no, it in. No, 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 no. No, we have to. Oh, man. Um, that was beautiful. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm a part of a thing, so I kind of know the docket of certain shows. Musicals are out of the question this year. But my concern with that is that's great for your organization. Mm-hmm. I am also a cynic and I do not trust other organizations no. to have that same level of respect. That's and where same I level was of care. Yeah. That's where most of my anger was coming at. And okay. then I remembered that I'm a person with feelings and I don't have to numb myself out all the time. thank you Chantel you opened up the brain door I'm gonna cry and eat noodles later I love you Um, and Um, ice cream (laughs) (laughs) the state has recommendations for performers and artists Um, they've got 12 of them on the main website I won't take the time to read them all because our listeners are intelligent and I don't need to mansplain them to anybody Um, but like one of the big ones is they want to consider maintaining a consistent cohort or a household for performance and keep mm-hmm. that bubble as small as possible <gasps> which so, is not mm-hmm. really realistic for main theater or community theater well, for anywhere. community theater specifically yeah i mean the equity we have a, a local equity theater that does a lot of um they've been pretty active during the pandemic but they've been doing they're currently doing a one-person cast show. They just did a, mm-hmm. I think, three-person cast show a couple months ago. But they do them, like, streaming with, I don't know, maybe a quarter occupancy. Yeah. If someone wanted to do a musical, can I throw one out there that I think would be kind of safe to do? Yeah. Sure. Title of show. Yeah. <gasps> oh. There's only four people in oh. a piano and chairs. Ooh. That's it. I- I know of a solo musical that I didn't write um, (laughs) because that's my shtick. Um, It's called Diva Live from Hell. Tag yourself. It's a one man musical and it takes place. It's a guy performing a cabaret. Yes, Kyle's making a face. Yes, Kyle. It's on Spotify. Look it up. Um, And it's DPS that, that 
dramatist play service that um has the script which is how i found it because i'm always looking for that kind of shit <laughs> yes do and, live from hell um and if not freaking go like with the with the performing masks they also interweave their um their mic in mm. there too or they put it up sorry or they put it up top um mic trouble i'm doing great uh and <laughs> you could do just like a concert version you know and record yeah. like freaking like the sweeney todd or titanic or like that stuff and just have a short little heckin songs from a new world Oh my gosh. I've got one that uh here. Uh it's called Goblin Market. It is two women, and that's it. I love oh, that. Man. That idea sounds two lovely sisters to me. And sexy, sexy goblins. <gasps> I'm weirdly into it. Uh get your operatic voice ready. Oh, I'm not. I can't. <laughs> I was gonna I say because oh I'm you're a, sopranos. Oh, I'm a pop what? alto bitch through and through. <laughs> I'm what a fucking are, mezzo. I don't know where I belong. <laughs> uh, what are our thoughts on musicals outdoors? Um, if you can find a space. Yeah, there. Well, there are definitely spaces in Portland where you could. You need to be miked. You need to be miked. Yeah. Um, you need to be miked. You need to be distanced. Uh, I recommend a face shield. Yeah. Uh, cool masks. CDC. Let me find the. <laughs> because, uh, rule seven. Because singing is a higher risk activity, well fitting three layered surgical style masks are recommended as opposed to cloth masks. Yeah. For so just get, get your ass in a 95 and get on up there, kid. <laughs> I'm like trying to think about I don't know. The, the breath That's support good. you need for a musical yeah. with an N95. Oh, Frickin', that'd be good I exercise hiking, though. I went hiking last weekend and I wore a cloth mask and I was like, <gasps> you know, like, mm -hmm. you're welcome. That's also because I've been doing yoga and that's not cardio. <laughs> but I mean, like, my fidget spinner. Again, so like, if Hell, we. I. <laughs> So like, but again, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a while. Yeah. For for musicals well, um, and also Broadway's on strike, so we don't even know when good. that's gonna be a thing. So it's about good. friggin' time. Um. Well, you know there are alternatives. You don't singing live is obviously beautiful and amazing, but if you get a good if you if you can save up those uh pennies that you've been rubbing together and get yourself a nice mic or uh borrow one from a, a, a safe and vaccinated friend um uh you can you can sing into into your computer and and then layer tracks on top and then you can lip sync over that and are you suggesting glee <gasps> <gasps> I do look like Darren Chris right now. Are you suggesting Glee? Hate Put it. the fidget spinner down. Hate it lost so your much. privileges. <laughs> I I am very anti-lip syncing. I know. No, I know. Well, oh, I God. say this because I'm I'm currently in a show where we feel safer doing our pre-recorded stuff, and then for the sake of video. You know, the show is a video. So. It's kind of like it reminds me of that one time in Glee where they're oh, singing. 
where Kurt is singing Blackbird and it's just like this beautiful like moment and like everyone is crying because his dad is in the hospital and you're like yes but yes because it's sad <laughs> that just took me on a journey we're gonna we're gonna have another episode where we talk about glee do we have to rachel berry is the worst anyway <laughs> leah michelle's the fucking worst but anyway <laughs> no she's okay no, she is no no, no i know <laughs> i was gonna oh, say I, if you're oh, gonna defend her <laughs> no i'm a santana and mercedes stan oh, all man, the way man. i know i'm i cried r.i.p r.i.p anyway sorry kyle uh <laughs> sorry kyle he's so upset i love um, i okay well, uh, coming to the end of this conversation, uh, like we always do in the episodes of, of the non-mini variety, um, I think we've thrown out a lot of recommendations, mm-hmm. but does anybody have any last recommendations that they want to throw out there? I Maybe do. Maybe for plays. For plays. Um, I think since we're already so stripped down, this is the perfect time to do Our Town. Interesting. Um, it is a very simplistic play that's all based on pantomime anyway. So you don't have a large, you have a very limited set. You have a very limited, um, very limited props. Um, so I think this is a great time to do Our Town. Um, the cast is a little big for that, but. Uh, I think along similar aspects, along similar aspects, if you're looking to do smaller casts, this is a really good time to bring back some of the abstract pieces. Um, so let's go observe. Let's do Waiting for Godot. Um, I think that would be an interesting time to do that, especially where it's so few. I'm getting looks. No, no, finish your thought. I'm Your voice went not way sure over. I want to. <laughs> it went, it went, went. Sorry. No, finish it's okay, thought. Kyle. Finish your thought. I'm just kind I, of thinking that gets small cast and absurd plays right now. The so energy Godot, we created in the studio. End game. Happy days. Um, I'm going to back you up here. Okay. <laughs> you, your Not face wearing... just turned bright red. <laughs> I'm also wearing a red shirt and sun's going to, down to so that. Didn't I, help. I didn't mean to scare you. As a fellow <laughs> pasty ass person, I understand that the redness comes when it's not expected. I don't Um, get that. No, I definitely agree that these stripped down abstract plays are really, really important. However, you did not mention a single female playwright or playwright of color. So I'm going to say fuck the old white man plays. And um, let's, let's try, let's try something else. (laughs) Um, I just read a, a really fun uh, Zinni Harris play that is Two Women on a Beach. Uh, it's called Meet Me at Dawn. I'm not going to give away the spoiler. Is because, it gay? Oh, yeah. It's gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, they're wives. They're wives <gasps> with each other. Yay. I know. Um, but there's a twist. There's a twist. Someone almost throws up, but not. It doesn't. It never happens. So there you go. Um, let's see. What else have I read? There, um, I am reading, uh, 
in Ann Washburn play for a school right now called Shipwreck, and it is a dinnertime conversation. It's a little much because it's uh, it's right. It takes place right around the time of the Comey hearings, so it's a it's a <laughs> it's a history play, but it's fucked up because it's Ann Washburn and she is the queen of fucked up, and I love her. Um, let's see any Carol Churchill play. Honestly, uh, her plays are meant to be um, inter- heavily interpreted. Um, specifically, I'm looking at my list here. Ooh, I would say Love and Information is a good way to start and uh, Escaped Alone, which is just, you know, a few old ladies hanging out, yelling about stuff. Real easy. But yeah, I'm a I'm 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 on that I'm on that train. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Um, I will I will add two more to your list then. Um, keeping I'm in that vein, anything from Dale Oleander Smith, and uh, specifically Black and Blue Boys and Broken Men, because that could be performed by one woman. Nice. Okay, I will I will see you two more plays written by women starring women. Thank you. Um, The Children's Hour. Oh. By Lillian Hellman. Um, and one of my favorite plays of all time, um, Night Mother by Mark Norman. Oh, I love Night Mother. Um, I think I'm finally old enough to do it. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll give you some Zoom musical suggestions. Get it. I want Zoom. Zo- <laughs> I want the, the first two are jokes. I want a Zoom Annie, but they all have to be 30. And then next. <sighs> Kyle has just exited the meeting. <laughs> I'm, 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 oh, I'm, I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. Uh, and Look then away. And, and then I uh but like an, a legit one um do the mad ones. I believe there's only four people in that. It's about um I don't know that one. It's really good. It's either, about actually. this uh it's this girl and her best friend. This isn't a spoiler. Her best friend passed away and it's her like talking about her life and how uh their friendship was so close and akin. It's very complicated. Um oh. well, the only people in that like is she her. kills monsters but without the D&D. Yeah. And so it, and like her best friend is always on stage being like, "Sam, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just do follow Oh, I love that shit. I Sam love a ghost Brown, by chance. <laughs> it, they is this a louder milk and care again? They changed yeah, they changed it to it's their final one is called Mad Ones instead, where they cranked out everything and fixed stuff and ha- includes more body positivity and people of color, hella included into it. Um, only four people. It's beautiful. Uh makes me cry because I'm grief is a bitch. And then um <laughs> after that one, play-wise, hmm. I mean, if you want to go simple. Bare, bare bones you could do like a really niche weird retelling of glass menagerie if you wanted to <laughs> but i don't know how that would work uh, I don't know if you wanted to that. yeah um oh 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 let me i'm having another idea um but i'm trying to yeah. think what play would be best of his um uh, i'm thinking august wilson Um, his plays kind of have, I haven't read everything, but they have bigger casts. Do they? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to remember. 
what ones um oh if we're feeling if we're feeling really zesty always just do a zoom zoomical version of of starlight express no. Um, I think I'm thinking Fences. I think that's the one that um, had a 2010 revival with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. Oh, or even uh, One Night in Miami, too, because that just became a movie. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, only four people in that. Oh, and people else? of color. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a uh, well, one one out of the two is a playwright of color, but uh, Matt and Ben. By Mindy Kaling and Brother Brenda Withers. Ooh. It's two people, and it's fucking hilarious. Someday, someday, I will play. Or even if you do want to get zestier, find local playwrights in your area that are women and people of color, and put. Them uh-huh. Excuse me. Ooh, there it is. What am I going to grad school for? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's if we're if we're if we're, yeah, hey, if we're talking hey, about diversity, <laughs> equity, and inclusion, and if we're if you said that as a theater company and you want to fucking follow through it, find people of color and women and put on their productions. You want to do outreach, fucking nose to the wall, do it. Don't be a coward about it. Um, a really follow great resource for finding uh, new work is uh, New Play Exchange. Um, you can go on there and you can sign up to just read shit. And I'm on there if you want to read my stuff. Megan E. Tripaldi. Oh, um, come on. Come <laughs> on. Come no, on but, now. <laughs> no, but truly, it's yeah. how it's how uh, my company has found playwrights that we did not know. Um, Plug that shit. Yeah. Plug that shit. <laughs> Listen, I no, just I'm finished the you. first draft of my I'm thesis. Supporting. I'm I'm working so hard. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> no, but really, I've I've been. You can also narrow parameters. So if you are specifically looking for playwrights of color who have put that in their bio, uh, or in their um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Demographics. There we go. I I go to school. Um. If if you've if you're looking for playwrights of color who have specifically put that in their demographics, like you can check all the boxes except white, and then there you go. <laughs> Look at all these plays you got. They're out there, friends. We They're should put that in the out there. We should put that in the description of the episode, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Look in the episode notes for that link. It's um if you're a writer and you want to put your plays on there so that more people can see your work, it's just 10 bucks a year. Like even, even before I had a job, I could afford that. So like, get on it, get on it. Yeah. Friends, here's a little PSA from, from, from Nana. Oh. Uh, oh. Promote your work. Seriously, if you're doing work, if you're like, people are like, oh, no one wants to hear about it. Oh, this is like, whatever. It's just a, blah, blah, blah. No, no, stop the excuses. If you want your work to be seen, put it out there. There's, there's places for it. Like celebrate the work you do. Because if you don't, who else is gonna? That's, I really want to do the, I really want to do like the fuck boy. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> nope. We're nope. Not doing okay. That. All We're right. Not doing that. It's Nana the fidget no. spinner. I'll put this down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but it's true. That's like that's actually amazing and heartful. And I'm gonna cry after listen, this. I I needed to hear that a really long time ago, and no one was telling it to me. So I'm gonna say it to all you huge, all you hobbledy boys out there. 
All you Carry flubber enthusiasts. Oh, you fucking <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I want some weird shit today. I'm sorry. No. Everyone needs to take a nap. Uh, one last thing before we scoot on out of here. Um, I just want to say, hey, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you're the friggin' best. Thank you for casting yes. actual Broadway actors in, in the adaptation. Yes. In the yes. yes. I cannot wait to yes. see it. I'm so excited. Oh, that's me ripping my shirt off for the excitement. Oh. I am so excited. <laughs> I am. I. It's so important to me. And I mean, we have ripped on stunt casting enough actually i think we did most a lot of it in our how to succeed which is still to come but we really Get went ready. off on stunt we casting with that one um we, and we have so and it's why ryan murphy's the prom was yes. so god-awful it's so bad i'm because sorry <laughs> Just who smiles when they're breaking up with their girlfriend, when they're literally being hate crimed and indie freaking Anna the whole. Ah! I'm good. Yeah. So it's just they he opted to go with his cast. He didn't want to use the Broadway cast that was still available. And they all auditioned. Yeah. And didn't get it. That's what somehow the fuck? they didn't let Beth Lavelle. I'm all set with Ryan Murphy right or now. Or Caitlin yeah. Cunanan. We've extended our mini-sode quite a bit, um, but thank you. This has you. been a fever dream. <laughs> this has been a fever dream. And I want to give a special shout out to our first one-star review. <laughs> thank you so much, because that means we pissed someone off, and that means we got someone excited. And when your heart rate goes up, technically you're playing a sport. Thanks, Hannah Gatsby. From all of us here... <laughs> And I hate musicals, especially our one-star reviewer. Oh, I'm God. Megan, the hater. I'm Kyle, the historian. I'm Chantal, and I'm going to eat some orange. Oh, my God. Orange chicken from Trader Joe's. Someone just stop me. Oh, my God. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Holy crap.